Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast you never knew you needed, Agony Island. Remember, all submissions come from our listeners and can occasionally be a bit of an adult nature. So if you're easily offended, maybe carry on to a podcast about making jam or something instead. So let's join Stephen and Stefan on another jaunt as they discuss what's happened this week before they set the world to rights for one lucky contributor. Just remember one of them is actually sensible, and Stefan thinks it's him. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Agony Island. I am Stefan Petty, the perpetually late one, and this is Dr. Stephen Ham, the one who's always on time and is sitting here with a big smile on his face. Hello, Stephen. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 10. 10, we've made it to 10. I know. I tell you what, it's quite a landmark. And to be honest with you, this one, ladies and gentlemen, I have to re- be honest with you, has taken forever to get done. Stephen has been sat at the side of the dock waiting for me to come on the boat to get on the island. Mm. And this week has been nothing if not challenging. Yes. And he's got a face, like I've just done a poo under his nose at the moment because I have tried to get my computer on, get booted and done, and I'm here now. Yeah, it did take you a long time. I felt you were trying to hack into the Pentagon or something, honestly. I know what it is. What it is, is him. So the last time I had a problem, I did an update on my computer. Mm. And I did that thing, you know, where you put it off and put it off because we waited on episode two for my computer to do an update. And we oh, yeah, yeah. ages. So when it came, we go, hey, we've got another update. I went, ah, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. And knowing full well we were going to do this, I did the update. I switched my computer on, and it did that wonderful blue screen thing of going through everything. So I'm here now. I, uh, I've got to be honest with you, my hair's all slicked back. So mm. uh, I don't know what you make of that, Mr. Ham. No, I quite like it. I think it suits you. Do you know what I might go like this from now on? I feel like a baddie from an 80s, uh, 80s action film. Actually, you do, yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. That. How are you I've... doing? How's your, how's your week been? How are you? Oh, and, honestly, well, today's been a bit of a shitter. So, um... Oh, right, okay, no, 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 you can't just leave that there. Why is it being a shitter? <laughs> so I woke up this morning, right, mm, and, and I was knackered, right, oh. absolutely knackered. So, um, working, oh, working life, man, it's just, why can't we all just well, you, live... Do you work four different jobs is the problem? Yeah, I think that's probably it. But I got up, I got up, right, and mm. I was knackered. So I was like, right, I'm going to have a coffee. And I got back into bed, right, with my coffee mm. and spill it everywhere. Whoa, right? whoa, 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 hang on. You got back into bed with your coffee? Yeah, it was cold. So, like, I made, so I got back into bed with my coffee. Yeah, so I put, got the blankets around and got nice and cozy because I woke up a bit early. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to, I'm just going to lie here anyway. Yeah. Might as well be see, when comfy. I'm up, I'm up. I can't get back to bed. Uh, see, see, I can. I, it was so cold. Got myself a coffee, got my almond mm. croissant, and I sat there and just spilt it everywhere, right? And I'd, I just jumped out of bed, stripped everything off the bed, and I was like, well, all that needs changing, right? Yeah. Got home, okay? And <laughs> while I was... Changed again, all the bedding. Again, I'm not being funny. These should be filmed episodes because <laughs> the 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 flourish you have just done for Got Home tells a, a picture paints a thousand words. That flourish has just told me it's not been a good day. No, it's not. But anyway, I get home from work, right? Mm-hmm. Get it. Get into my room to like do all the bedding and everything. I do all that again, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm drinking a Pepsi Max while I'm doing it, mm-hmm. right? There I was. In bed, not on bed, making my bed this time, 
Yeah. And um, drinking a Pepsi Max, making the bed all nice, and then I spill the Pepsi Max all over the freshly made bed. How did you do that? So, yeah, I needed to change it again. How? How? <laughs> You've met me. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> you, do you know, Lizzo, you, you can go from being Mr. Delicate Skill to uh, Flippy Floppy Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I'm not focusing, I'm just mm. doing... Yeah, I need to focus on one thing. I can't be doing two things at you once. You see, this like... is it. You've got Dr. Ham, then you've mm. got Steven. Stevens <laughs> <laughs> when you're tired. Stevens yeah. when, when you're out and refreshed. And then Dr. Ham is... Dr. Ham would not spill the Pepsi Max all over his bed. Steven no. would. But I do make a... I've made a complete mess of the bed. And that's not usually how I make a mess of the bed. Usually it's um, face pets. <laughs> <lollies. laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are less than four minutes in, and your first bit of smutty innuendo has come courtesy. I've not received that for all of you yeah. who are uh, doing uh, dodgy common bingo, which I do thank you very much to Alan who suggested that as give me play. That is your first corner number to yeah. Dr. Ham. Take a shot, take a shot if you're doing a drinking game. That'll get you drunk. Um, yeah, so speaking of feast ice lollies, um, after that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I've, I've had Walls Ice Cream on the phone saying, thanks, you really mm. done our campaign. Uh, no. Could you... Well, I found the old advert for that. Um, like, from the, from the... Yeah, from the 90s. And mm. after... At the end of the advert, mm. it says, Feast Ice Lolly, a truly adult experience. And I was like, you're telling me? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> but Magnums, Magnums always used to be like, you know... Very phallic. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I was laughing my head off for about 10 minutes after, you know, I was describing gay sex to you as possibly having accidents <laughs> looking like a feast ice lolly. And then yeah. that being the advert tagline, I was like, oh, oh this is it, brilliant. No, it, it is right itself. Right. Question. First of all, before we go any further, do you bite it? No, I've got sensitive teeth. Take it to bits, bit by bit, so that you've got, first of all, all the outer chocolates off, then all the uh, chocolate ice creams off, and you're just left with the chocolate on the stick. Is this one of these teachable moments again? No, I was about to say, <laughs> I just suck it. Right, okay. That's and then enough. I was like, That's fair enough. take another shot, guys. <laughs> take another shot. <laughs> it's where I learned my skills, shall we say. This podcast is going out on the 4th of December, so yeah, it's cold. We shouldn't be talking about ice lollies. There's an ice cream still goes around Kilimanjaro at this time of year. Oh, Christmas God, Eve was going around last year. So, um, I was looking online the other day. Apparently, because this is the 4th of December, this is the beginning of Christmas, mm. most people have not planned their New Year's Eve night out yet. So? No. My question to you is, right? Are you somebody who goes by the seat of the pants and goes, oh, well, let's just go do this? Or are you somebody who plans ahead? Because I've got the figures here which I've kept for this very episode to show you, mm. of how many people do you think, percentage, people plan ahead to those who just fly by the seat of their pants? What, for just New Year's Eve? Or New Year's just... Eve. It's the only figures I've got off on New Year's Eve. 23% plan ahead. Higher. Is it? 68%. All right, so that, oh, well, that explains why everything's booked out then. Mm. 68% of people... You see, I'm in that I'm in that other percentage, me. What, like you just do something randomly? Yeah. 
Right. Well, I'm in the other percentage of I couldn't give a toss and I'll just stay at home. <laughs> no, you won't. Because no, no. Goes... Honestly, honestly, I I'm just not interested anymore. New Year's Eve peaked for me on a night when I went out in Newcastle. This is going to be very good. I'm, I'm getting. No, it's not. It's it's I, honestly not. It was just like I'm I'm done. Um. And I went to Powerhouse in Newcastle yeah. and I was there. Good blue. Good blue. Yeah, and it was when it was ever uh, digital, where digital is now. Mm. Not a good and, club. Um, and there was a drag queen on mm. the stage dressed up as Cher from the Turn Back Time video. In you know, Powerhouse? Where... You surprised me. Basically, you know where it was basically like duct tape and yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, that was basically all, all she was wearing, mm. singing. If I could turn back down, oh! So yeah, that was that's my share impression. By the way, I hope you like it. Um, it was good when you turned into a horse at the end. I like that. Oh! So anyway, there was the drag queen on the stage, dressed as Cher for New Year's Eve, and the drag queen was late. So the actual countdown for um, New Year was late by about um. five minutes. So we we all missed New Year, <laughs> and then uh, because. He was too busy doing the um, turn back time dance, and I was like, you know what, I I'm done. This is yeah. it. This is this is what New Year's is. It's just nonsense. So yeah, I don't know how much I paid to get into that club, but it was basically really expensive to miss New Year. It was expensive nonsense. So yeah, I'm done. I I end up working most of them and doing the countdown for people. Hopefully not dressed as share, but yeah. Anyway, New Year, too cold, and I think it's a bit overhyped. But anyway, speaking of it being really cold, at the minute, it is super cold and it is doing my head in. And my brother, he lives in Spain and he teaches over there, which is really not fair because the weather is that much better than here. He keeps sending us pictures of how nice the weather is. But he sent something recently that really made me giggle. Right. right? I don't know if I sent it to you. Um, but anyway, he sent it in the family chat and he went, oh, I'm at a car boot sale in... Yeah. Um, in Spain, I'm like, yeah, right. take the northerner out the northeast. Yeah, but <laughs> you gotta take the northeast out the northerner. Um, so anyway, he's gone to a car boot in yeah. in Spain, right? And he's going around, and he sent a picture in the family chat of this um table, and he goes, "Look at the state of this, right?" And he went right next to the Pope, and there was a picture of the Pope that was on for sale, <laughs> right? And right next to it were piles of porn magazines. <laughs> Well, and I was like, oh, brilliant. That's a, that's that's a coming that's together a right well. decision, isn't it? It's like one of them TikTok memes. Which one do you go for? I mean, I mean, the Pope's a hard wank, but, I, you know, I've had worse. <laughs> I've never met him, actually, so I couldn't tell. Me, me mate actually had a Pope on a rope. Oh, did he? Which was a, did a, a shower a shower, a shower thing. I'm, if it's honest, on a rope, it's easier to pull out. I, was, I, once bought, I once bought a novelty soap, you know, the soap on the rope. Yeah, and we bought, I bought one at the time for 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 me eldest, me eldest, and it was a, a a soap on the rope, and it was a hold one. But when you got it, it was just a giant fist. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was, it was, and everybody just went, "Ooh, okay." <laughs> I was like, "That's the whole time, is it?" All right, okay, okay, yeah. Um, are you sure you bought that from the Disney shop and not from no, like? Um... Actually, do you know what I was? It was official Marvel branded goods. Yeah, here's the thing though, right? I like to think of you know, you know, you hear that thing where you've got a, um, like me mom. You know, you get like daft Christmas presents. 
Yeah, you'd get people daft Christmas presents by the sound of it. No, I didn't. Shut up. Did, you, did I tell you about the time I bought everybody fish for Christmas? I'm not surprised. Honestly, not surprised. I was making a bit of money at the time I was doing the telly raid. And my sister, my little sister was going, what am I getting for Christmas? I, mean, I was going, fish. Merry fish, was right? And I was living at home, and I thought, this will be hilarious, because I was right next to the Grinch market, and it was about half past four, just before they were closing, Christmas right. Eve. I went in, and I went to the fish mug, and I went, you got any big fish left? He went, yeah. I goes, are they going cheap? He goes, no, they're only going boop, boop. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny at the time. Right. And I, I said, I, I rolled so hard I nearly fell off my chair there. <laughs> but carry on. I was a bit, I was a bit cut. I was a little bit refreshed, right? I was a bit drunk. So I gave him some wrapping paper, and he got some greaseproof paper, and he mm. wrapped up four big fish, right? Mm. And I went, "This is gonna be amazing. They're gonna come down. I'll hide the presents. Come down Christmas morning. I've got everybody fish." Problem oh, was hilarious. The problem was, problem was. I left their presents in the pub, only took the fish home, put the fish out under the tree, passed out halfway going up the stairs in the recovery position. My sister comes running down Christmas morning. My mum's put the heating on a table early. The entire front room smells of fish. Because <laughs> I put them right next to the tree, which is right next to the radiator. <laughs> he comes in and goes, Merry Fishmas. And then I went, That's really funny. Where's your real presence? I went, Oh shit, I've left him in the pub. And my mum and dad were like, Sure. And then I've got everybody's presents on Boxing Day. All right. Also, also, somebody did hand them in at the pub. Then, um, yeah, so. we were in a, um, a lock in. We were in a lock in, basically. Yeah. yeah. We were in a lock in. It was me and a couple of lads who worked on the market and a couple of other comics. Mm. And we were in the upstairs room and we were in a lock in. And uh, he goes, I saw you leave with them presents. He goes, wouldn't it be funny when he realises he hasn't got them? So me mum and dad on this day still think I then went out and bought everybody presents in the January sale. And I was like, I didn't. Oh. But uh, yeah. But this is, also, this is your own fault for buying all your presents on Christmas Eve. That would stress me out way too I also, much. Yeah, but I also, um, that was, you see, I've ruined Christmas for the family quite a few times. Um, I mean, it kind of be worse than ponging the house out with rotten fish. There was a year I came home and my mate Mick had given us a love bite on my forehead and I didn't know it until I took the Santa hat off at the table. And my dad was just staring at us going, what's that? And I had a love bite on my forehead. Then there's, there was there's the, got to be there that. How do you get a love bite on your forehead and not notice that? Yeah, passed out in the pub. Now I see why you stopped drinking. Right, well, anyway... Let's talk about some of the feedback that we've been getting. Um, I got a message from somebody. Uh, the message was... I'm an ice cream man. I really <laughs> wish you would stop. <laughs> Please stop talking about feasts. No one's buying them anymore. Actually, uh, if the sales of feasts have went up, I'd be like, get in. <laughs> <laughs> we can just oh. do it in other where it's me and you who's looking shocked at one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We could do it as, like, a parody advert and just, like... <laughs> The posters put up around the northeast. If you know, you know. <laughs> oh my god, that is. Oh, maybe we should change the um the logo for one episode where it's just us two <laughs> looking at these guys, Lolly. Right, so, so you got a message yet? Yeah. I got a message from this lady, and she was talking about the etiquette question last week oh, yeah. from Becky about uh, food in the teeth. Hmm. 
She said you have to be really careful looking someone in the eye while showing them where the food can be because this mm. can be misinterpreted and it can lead to an awful outcome. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, my God. A five-year crap marriage. No. Yeah, she didn't really expand on that, so I'm having to fill the gaps in my head. Lord knows what happened after that. I kind of like it when people don't expand on things like that. And that you'll never guess. Da 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 da. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh wow. Painful. Painful. Do you know it, um, the the one which hit home? And I only uh, had one person who I spoke to because I've been flying around this week, and he says he has seen more than one person eating desserts with their fingers in their cars. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Are they getting practice in? No, he said what it is. He said, this is horrible. He says, when Sainsbury's apparently uh-huh. used to do the little wooden spoons you could get. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. He, he works in a little one. Mm-hmm. And he said, what he watches, he watch people will come and get their lunch and sit in the car park and eat their lunch, right? And he goes, but... They weren't giving away those wooden spoons after COVID for so long, right? He goes, I've seen people eating, like, pasta salads. I've seen really? people eating desserts. Just using their hands, like, like you know, the cave, cavemen, as he put so, it. So, people, let me put this into perspective for you. So, people have picked up a basket where dirty people's hands will have been, coughing and sneezing oh, yeah. all oh, over yeah. it. Gone round Sainsbury's, maybe handled some money, touched loads of stuff, touched mm. the door handle, which a bird might have shat on, and then they've scooped all the food out with their yeah. hands and yeah. eat it like that. Yeah. That is almost as bad as you licking that bloke's head. <laughs> well, you know, I think we can go with that. Like, actually, you've got a point there. And he goes, the thing is, though, now they're putting the spoons out again. Mm. He goes, I watched a bloke the other day who clearly had forgotten. This is how he put this. he clearly forgotten to pick one up. And you could see him look, kind of go, uh, and then just dive in with his hands. Oh, God. I hope, oh. They, had, I hope they at least had some alcohol gel or something. Oh, God. Oh, I can taste that stuff. It's wicked. I, it's, it's better than manky hands. That sounds like a great band, doesn't it? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are Manky Hands. No, absolutely not. I would go see a band called Manky Hands. Mm, I bet you would. So, speaking of problems, mm-hmm. where 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 are we this week with a problem? Well, it is in fact your turn to read out a problem this week, so off you go. Hello, boys. Much like the bra advert, I hope you're going to give me the support that is needed. After the podcast, you were talking about people being rude on public transport. Aeroplanes, trains, megabus. Well, that's what I was on. I was catching the Manchester to London megabus. It's a fun ride. You will meet people you never thought you would meet in an everyday life. They look like something that Jim Henson has created. <laughs> This is where we were. I was on the bus. I knew I was going to be on there for four and a half hours. I had taken with me my packed lunch. Not a problem. I'd made something fairly innocuous, just a ham and cheese sandwich. Till I get on the bus and I realised, no, 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 it's not ham and cheese. It is an egg sandwich. It's an egg sandwich which has been made with way too much mayonnaise by my flatmate. I don't know how she stares that figure when she eats that much cream. It's beyond human ability. I also suffer from IBS. I didn't think it was the best thing to have. 
However, I was starving. I hadn't made from the night beforehand, and I tucked into one of the now smelly egg sandwiches. Needless to say, as soon as I opened the box, the smell wafted over the top of the chair, and the person in front of me went, ugh. <laughs> Just put U-G-G-G-H, which I'm thinking was like, ugh. Mm, yeah. I ate that. Halfway through the sandwich, I realised too much mayonnaise, this is not a good thing. And within half an hour later, my stomach was rumbling and in pain. Have you ever used the toilet on a megabus? You may not want to. I went in and realised there was no way I was going to do this. There was no way I was going to be able to carry on. And I actually got off two stops early ahead of London so I could use a bathroom. It cost me more money. When I told my flatmate about this, they just laughed and went, you shouldn't have ate it. That's your fault for taking my egg sandwich. By the way, what was the cheese you had in your sandwich? It was bloody gorgeous. I want to throttle my friends. This is the least of their offensive remarks they have made to me while flat sharing. We moved in as friends. I now hate their fucking guts. Is there a nice way to say, get out of my flat? My name's on the deeds. You all pay me money, but fuck me, I am sick of your life. Well, well, that was quite intense. Oh, I told you it was a good one. So, number one, um, good choice on a ham and cheese sandwich. I, I tend to, when I go to work, I have the vegan ham and normal cheese, though. So it's yeah. a vegetarian ham and cheese yeah. sandwich. And um, so I think that's a good choice. It's a shame you ended up with an egg sandwich. And yes, you shouldn't have fucking ate it. If you look <laughs> at it and go, oh my God, that's not my sandwich. And I don't really like that and yeah. i've got ibs and Which mayonnaise really and cream Which really makes hungry. me ill don't fucking eat it what did you eat it for <laughs> it's four and a half hours you're not gonna waste away <laughs> christ <laughs> i think it's i would be like are we <laughs> yeah well at the end of the day right the one thing you've got to worry about is drinks. You've got to worry about your fluid intake in that. Because I had, I've never got like a mega bus or anything yeah. like that to uh, to London or anything. I always get the train. Yeah. And um, one of my friends, he got the mega bus or no. National Express or whoever. Yeah. Um, to get London. Yeah, to get to London, and he said it was about like seven or eight hours or something to get there. It was ridiculous, and he said like he had only one bottle of water when he was having to ration it throughout because he was like, oh god, like. Uh, you know, I've got this far, so I can have this much water. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you probably should have thought that one through. Yeah. I used to do it all the time, right? Did you? What you do is, because you can't stop, they do give you a little stop. So you can right. get off and stretch your legs and hop back on, right? But for me, if I had like an audition in London, mm. I would get the tempo megabus down. Yeah, yeah. Get it 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then you're there by 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, right, okay. So you used to snore on the on the Megabus? I used to sleep on the Megabus. Snoring away, keeping everyone awake. And, and who says I snore? Are you, are you a snorer? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I thought you might be. <laughs> but anyway, back to the question. Well done for not shitting on the Megabus. My oh, God. Oh, God, I know. Sh- sh- that is very nice of you. I had to get off, and get off at the stop and use the toilet. Mm. Yeah. Rather... I can just imagine opening the door, and I've opened the door to some of them toilets and just went, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, 
the worst ones are always at festivals, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have performance anxiety. I cannot pee at urinals, so I have to wait in the cubicles. Yeah. Unfortunately, some people shit themselves everywhere by the looks of it. No, at all. Maybe they don't shit themselves. They shit all over. It's it's yeah. It's generally it's like an angry protest. Oh, it's minging. I'm like, how have you done this? Like, how are you? Are you like? Are you standing, bent over, yeah. and shitting everywhere? A, I always think they have, like, a, a hose on their arse or something. Have they filled? Have they filled one of those sort of water guns full of diarrhea <laughs> and, like, fired it around the place? Because that's, that's just like... Not a, that's not a, a... Do you know, people are leaving these podcasts with mental images. You're painting mm. pictures, yeah. This is this is the bit, right? I am always embarrassed. If I use a toilet, I always try to make it leave it. Things possible, mm. make it look nice, make it look lovely. You don't want it to be like, what was that, right? Mm-hmm. Festival toilets, especially especially festival ones, even comedy clubs. Sometimes there's certain clubs I'll go to where I'll come, I'll go and I'm like, no, nah, you're okay, you're alright. No, it's horrible. And it is. It's just like, come on, man, we're all in together. The, the worst ones I've seen, and this is the worst thing, is some of the unisex ones. Yeah, I think I think they are as well. If you wouldn't leave your mm. own bathroom like that, why are you leaving this one? What are you doing? Had a mate of mine who took a photo as mm. a comic, and he just took a photo of the the worst toilets he could find at every festival. And honestly, it looked like it looked like an episode of Soul. You see, <laughs> I was like, expecting that little bloke on the push bike to come in any second. <laughs> I want to play a game. <laughs> I'm like, no thanks, I don't want to. Just horrible. No. Uh, what can she do? So, so she's had that terrible experience. Yes, she shouldn't have ate the sandwich. I would agree with you there. Right? Yes. Second of all, though, how do you tell a flatmate it's time for them to leave? You could always try and make something up as an excuse of why you need them out. That's less likely to cause any fights and might be a little bit more polite than just saying get out. Maybe you could just say to them, um, I'm I'm going to be working home more now. Mm. Um, I'm going to need your bedroom yeah. as like an office space now. So I'm going to need that back in like um, a month or two. So, yeah. you know, whenever you're ready, get yourself. And and yeah. then that's that's quite a polite way of saying, mm. I don't want you living in my house I'm anymore. I'm going back to thinking about the bloke you went and looked into the flat at who was just going, yeah, this is shit. This is shit. It's all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had twelve people come and not anybody's interested in buying the house. I don't know why. I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> I had somebody explain something the other day to us, and I thought that is a fantastic analogy. If you go into somebody's house and it smells of shit, mm. you go right. It's their house. If you go to one other person's house and it still smells like shit, yeah, like, fair enough. If you go to a third person's house and you still smell like shit, because you need to check your shoes. Okay. What is a really good analogy? And it was him trying to explain to somebody going, if you're having problems with people, maybe you're the problem. And I was like, that is a really, really good way to put it. I like that. I shall use that. Okay. So how would you tell them that you don't want to live with them anymore? I don't know. I don't know if it's me getting older. I would just rip the plaster off saying, look, this is not working. Sorry. I prefer you as a friend than a flatmate. Need a bit of distance. But then that's... You know, it's either going to keep being friends or they're not going to be. Mm. And to be honest with you, if they're getting on your tits that much, that's not the problem. I lived with a maid for years. We lived together for about a year and a half, and I got to the point where we were ready to kill each other. We're still really good mates. Yeah, living with a friend is a completely different level, isn't it? It's 
you don't really know someone until you've lived with them. It's also like when you've got a holiday with a friend for the first time. It's just being around somebody all the time, isn't it? Their little things will start to get on your nerves and yeah, it's just can be annoying, even if you're really good friends. Because it's not a partner. Because, like, with a partner, you can go, that's really annoying. Like, and you can talk these things through. Mm. But with a friend, you can't really go, you can't really be doing that. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah. or you're bringing strange men to the house all the time and yeah. they're helping me. Please stop doing that. That shouldn't yeah. really be happening with a partner unless it's a very modern partner relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You brought another strange man to the house. He was the gas man. I don't get what he was up to. Um, I don't care. I don't care that he was the gas man. He still shouldn't have been like knees deep inside you. Oh. You had you had somebody who you had somebody tied to the radiator for five days. I'm not living here anymore, Mister George. Um, <laughs> I'm the gas man here. Yeah, and you tied him to the bastard radiator. Was he was he was just somebody. The bloke he tied up was just somebody who came to do a repair on his house as well. I don't. Are you sure? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I, I, don't to... I don't I don't the one thing which gets quoted back to me is all the time nah 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 there's there's uh, there's no milk and goat cheese <laughs> <laughs> you sure are you sure are? yep it says yeah yes all right well so there is <laughs> no it was lactose that's what you were talking about there's no I mean, lactose I mean, my good friend Stephen Sassu said uh how certain are you I'm as certain as Stefan was about there being no lactose and goat cheese like the, the cheeses that tend not to have much lactose in them are the yeah. ones that are like the hard aged cheeses. Yeah. Like a, those, are, those tend and, to not have as um, much. Me, me, me and my daughter, little Missy, mm-hmm. we, uh, we ended up buying some triples of cheese the other day. Right. Okay. You got sidetracked by food again. She got caramelized onion. Mm-hmm. And I got myself a smoked cave cheese. <gasps> How's your cholesterol doing? Sod off. Do you know what it is? <laughs> you know what? You're like a shit Jimmy Cricket, you. I feel good about something. And you come up with that. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. I'd eat the egg sandwich. I would have eaten it and been bad. Oh, for God's sake. You're not going to waste away if you don't eat for a day. Honestly. Actually, I've not been eating in a suit because I can't eat in a suit. Right. Um, And it's an eight-hour day. And they give you, right. like, a 45-minute break. But... Right. It doesn't work that way because there's so many people there. So what I do is, is I'll take a big bottle of water in and just hydrate and get up yeah. and walk around every hour. Get up and walk around me igloo for five yeah. minutes. Yeah. I'm glad you're getting up and walking because that would be an interesting trip to Ernie. How did you get that deep yeah. vein for lombosis? Oh, I was Santa for four hours. Wow. We've completely gone off on one. Should we actually get back to this woman's problem? I think she should just be really honest with that and say, mm. look, this isn't working with us. I don't know don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do that. It's not you, it's me. Because mm-hmm. clearly, I think from the way the woman's been replying to you, yeah, she's getting a bit sick of you as well by the sense of it. Yeah, definitely. But a snappy reply. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's better just to be friends than, than actually share a flat with somebody or, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's not good to lose a friendship over living together sometimes. Yeah. And also, make sure you've got separate bathrooms if you're going to live together. Jesus Christ, there's nothing worse than sharing bathrooms with people when you live together, like as friends, wow. because you do not want to be cleaning up someone's pubic hair. That's just not what you need. Actually, not on your soap. Mm, well, 
Well, don't be using my soap. Not for that, anyway. <laughs> Not me Hulk soap! There is your Ubris moment where the snake's head swallows the tail. Uh-huh. There we go, it's back to the Hill Hulk fit. <laughs> shall, shall, we, shall we have a Becky's question? <laughs> I think it's pretty good one to go now. Yeah, let's, let's, let's have a Becky's question. This week's question... How should someone announce their wedding or pregnancy on social media? Right. Okay. So we're doing a bit of socials then, are we? Mm. So how do you announce your pregnancy? Not really a thing for me to worry about. Or weddings? I uh, The best one I saw was um, <laughs> somebody put up, and it's, it's, it's a meme on the internet now. Mm. It's going, uh, I just want to say that Diane is no longer my girlfriend. And then Diane's a new one. You could tell people who got married. It's terrible way to tell them. <laughs> that's like, a good one. I was like, that's good, that. But I might end up being a bit ranty here. Because when it comes to socials, I'm not a big fan of a lot of these things. It's just all a bit cringe, isn't it? It's like, do you even need to announce this stuff on yeah. socials? Like, honestly, sometimes I just think, oh. It's a bit of fun. Now, what you know what what isn't a bit of fun is some of these um, gender reveals that I've seen. Um, yeah. There was one. There was one in Brazil, right, that I was reading about recently, yeah. which I was just like, and why did they do that? But anyway, they did a gender reveal and they did right. it in a waterfall, right? So basically, there was some person at the top, right? That the couple were at the bottom, and someone oh, no. was at the top, or to die into oh, no. the water, and it polluted the drinking water for a local village. So yeah, some poor town had their drinking water poisoned because some selfish couple wanted to be extra on social media. There has been forest fires because of them. Oh yeah, it's just selfish behaviour. A couple got arrested for doing that in Texas. They mm. caused a, a wildfire by doing their gender review for the firework. The other one was where the, the dad lost his hand trying to light a, a firecracker which was going to go off and it misfired. He, he lost most of his hands. It's like, we're having a boy, but dad's his granddad's got one hand. Well, this is the problem with social media, isn't it? People are trying to invent yeah. new, exciting ways to make themselves look interesting on social yeah. media. When at the end of the day, you're just like everybody else. You're not that exciting. Let's be honest. <laughs> we're all not that exciting. We yeah. all go and watch the telly and go to work and do other boring stuff like everyone yeah, else does. Yeah, no, yeah, you got, you're, you're right to a point. Mm. Look, everybody's trying, you put a bit of pizzazz in your life, you're trying to do a thing. The thing is, we're all lured by this false sense of expectation. Mm. And I, I speak to, so we're doing the stag and hen do's during yeah. the summer and through the year. I speak to people about their weddings. Mm. And I speak to the stag and I speak to the, you know, the, the, the bride-to-be. And some of them say about what they're having at the weddings. And, you know, I never make a comment about it, but I'm sitting there mm. going, why? Him and her, him and her or instead of having a car, they're both riding off on a, on a black mare and a white mare. This is all for social media. I'm telling yeah. you, it's basically there just so they can show off and they can put it on socials. Back in the day when you just used to have your crappy little Polaroid camera mm. or your little Kodak camera that you used to mm. come along and get the film out of, people mm. never used to do anything like this. It used ah. to be there and you used to go and enjoy your time. Yeah, it never I mean, used to be, you know, now you get people that are having birthday parties and everyone's got to put on a show and they've got to be going out. And they've got to be doing all of this. 
And mm. they might not even be enjoying it. It's basically just so they look like they're doing something for social media. And I think that's really, it's it's a sad I, uh, time. I take it, if I'm going to deal with me and the missus, I'll take a photo of me and her. Mm. Just because we've got a photo of us dressed up. She look, The thing is, I want to show her off. She looks really good when we go out. Yeah, she always looks very good. Especially next to you. Hey! Hey! Well, third Stephen Ham, bitchy moment of the week. Fuck you, and fuck the horse you're running the town on. Right, no, well, Just for socials, just for socials. Just, just for socials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, appreciate it. Shit. Um, the, the, the thing which annoys us with a lot of those ones is people are going out of the way. You're right, people go out of the way for spectacle. Mm. And what's it going to get you? You're not, you're not gaining anything. You're not doing anything, you know. You're not making money off the back of it. No. And it's it's kind of like, I suppose it is a bit cringy that way. Uh, it's the one which gets me is those bizarre first dances. Now I think I'm going to disagree with you there because actually, a first dance is tradition at a wedding, and everyone usually has to do this. And so I think you should probably have some professional dance lessons before you go and have your first dance, so at least practice with this, so it looks good. So yeah, with that, I think some professional dance lessons and a bit of choreography makes it just look fantastic. But the other thing is, if you're going to announce your engagement on mm. social media, please, God, tell the people who are close to you first. That's the only thing I can oh, say. Oh, no, no. I, I, I have seen... Um, I've seen pictures of people where they're holding their hand up with a ring and then you get members of their family going, you could have told us. Yeah, that's that's awful. Um, maybe before you ask someone to marry you, you go and have a chat to your close family and their close family. You know, the ones that could probably actually keep a secret. Those who did destination weddings, you can go piss up a rope. Mm, I don't know. I, I quite like a destination wedding. It's more, it's more just so... You don't have to invite every fucker. Do then. I like anybody enough to go away somewhere with them for the holiday for the wedding? Thank you for inviting me, but no. Do you not come to mine? Where are you going? If it's like Scarbados or somewhere like that, I'll think about it. To be fair, it would have to be somewhere that allowed me to actually get married to a man because, you know, there's not that well, many places that's in the world. That's a limited amount of places, that would be Yeah, awesome. exactly. So... Well, Scarborough, they're all for it. Last time I was down there, I saw a pride flag. No, honestly... I, I did a I did a gig there, which was a fundraiser for Scarborough Pride. They had a bake sale, and we stood outside of um, the local, like high street shopping centre. There's like a little shopping centre you go, in, mm-hmm. and they were selling scones. And uh, apparently, this little fella came over. He goes, "Can I buy a scone?" He's like, "Yeah," and it's like a fundraiser. And uh, he goes, "I've had the scone, but it didn't taste very gay." And she was like, she was like "What did you think it was going to taste like?" And he goes, well, I "Ribbing." Well, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, he thought it was going to be differently seasoned. Oh, okay. And we've managed to get completely lost off track again. But that is what we do. But I think we've kind of reached the end now. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening. If you've managed to make it this far, um, mm. it's it's been it's been a, a, a twist and twist. I think that's probably one of the best problems we've had in a bit. Yeah. Please, please feel free to put as much vitriol in your complaints as possible because we do enjoy them. We do enjoy them. Yeah. We do like a nice long story, but, you know, if you can't fit all the details in, we do like them short, yeah. I do like them short. And on that, hi, Hugh. Hello. And on that, I think it's time to say goodbye. 
It's been delightful being here. And it's over to Mr. Stephen Ham to wish you a fun farewell. Thanks for listening, everyone. And goodbye. And I have a little outtake for you before we get to Becky's outro. You're going on. You're going on about buttons. Not only is your gift crap, your story's crap. Carry what? on. Who <laughs> you? She really like that? That's what she says to you. Yeah. Oh, you shitbag. Right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this week's Ooh, what a bitch moment. <laughs> really oh, no. She's still got loads of them. That's because she's not used them because of crap. <laughs> <laughs> you sod. You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes. Like and subscribe and tell your friends what they're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com. Maybe they can witter on about your email next time. <laughs> <laughs>